Welcome to the Connect Church Podcast, episode number 87. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, the Honorable Bishop Reverend Dr. Coach Sensei Tanner Stahl. On this week's episode, we wrap up the Be the Movement sermon series, something we'll never get to say about Luke, and we'll tell you what we think it means uh, to, in this day and age, to be the movement. Also, we'll also do our regular segments too, so let's just get right to it. What do you say? Here we go. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good night. I'm here with our esteemed panel of podcasters, Terry, Taylor, Holly, and Andrew. We got a full table today. First time in a long time. We got a full table. It's like uh, the Full House episodes. It's just not enough chairs to go around the table, hardly. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing good. No one, good. not everybody talk at once. <laughs> doing oh, good. 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 Every every time I talk, I cough. Yeah, so. quit coughing. <laughs> and then I can mute your mic, but I can't mute the rest of them all. You know, at the same yeah. time. So uh, if there's any awkward pauses, it's because Andrew's having a heart attack, conniption fit. Over I'm trying here. to quit smoking. It's a habit, bad habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our weekend and Sunday recap. It was quite a busy, full, when I say full, I mean full Literally. Sunday. Huh? Literally. Literally yeah. full. Yes, uh, we talked about <laughs> <laughs> This is your part, Terry, every time. I didn't even cough that time. I didn't get the cue, so all right. Uh, this so, is yeah. our first time doing a podcast. <laughs> I've had a busy morning. All right. Uh, he can't <laughs> fix his headphones. <laughs> yeah. My headphones are backwards. My light's falling apart. My pits, our pets' heads, heads are, are falling, falling off. off. <laughs> That's what I'm going, yes. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's uh, all good. Uh, go in his power. We talked about, uh, did a, uh, sort of a recap of the sermon series. We did five weeks, and week one was making the gospel a priority in your life. Week two was the movement of God is happening around the world with Brother Danny Gasperson, and number three was uh, do whatever it takes to reach all people. Uh, number four was, okay, now what? And then t- uh, this past Sunday was go in his power. And we had some really uh, great responses, and uh, it's just, it's been good. Uh, this past week, we just uh, really hit the idea of, of Acts chapter 7, and uh, the story with the day was an ordinary man by the name of Stephen. And even when the apostles would not go uh, and do what they were supposed to do, the preachers did not leave town. They loved their little churches and their big crowds and, and did what the tradition said they were uh, comfortable. Comfortable was the word. And yet Stephen was a man who listened to the Holy Spirit and went in his power, and he changed the world. And literally, because of his death, the gospel was extended to Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. And so, sort of lit a fire under folks. Uh, I don't, I mean, you can just go back and listen to it, but um, the summary statement that we talked about was shortly after the martyr, martyrdom of this, that's easy for me to say, of this authentic, spirit-filled believer, the gospel flowed down the mountaintop of Jerusalem into the surrounding valleys of Judea, northward in Samaria, and eventually around the world uh, because of his death. And so it was a good way to tie back in, um, you know, to what we're doing uh, this um, year with Tailgate Sunday. And uh, in my D group last night, the guys were talking about the fact that they'd never really thought about the fact that in that statement is in Luke calls them out. I love that. Is he, and I, I don't know how I've missed it all these years, but he said um, every, the, the ordinary people left after Stephen's death and went, you know, because of the persecution, except the preachers. 
they still stayed and did their comfort zone of pastoring their churches. And that's a very powerful, distinctive challenge there about how ordinary people change that. And not only do my guys uh, in my D group share about how they felt empowered, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the guys, and, and matter of fact, this doesn't always happen, but uh, almost the entire deacon board Sunday in our meeting after uh, our all boards meeting just all commented on how much they needed the series. And I just stopped and I said, well, guys, there's not one thing that we have said in these five weeks that we don't, you know, do. There's nothing new here. And they just said, yeah, but we're just sheep, man. We just forget the main things, the main thing. My D group said the same thing. And then I had a lady last night in our church, um, young lady with three kids. And she just texted me and said, how that God has spoken to her. And uh, it was good news. Andrew said, I think she's already texted you, but she said she really feels like she needs to start a D group and uh, lead a D group. And that's just exciting when mom's busy with three kids or taking on that. She said, I just, God's called me as an ordinary person. To, you know, to do this, no more excuses. So I think that summarizes the heart of what our folks got out of it. So I'm very proud of our church. It was just, they were awesome and obedient and people got saved. And my favorite guy, just young man, again, young adult <coughs> with like five kids just came to the altar and said, um, he said, I'm a Christian, but he said, I'm not a disciple. I don't follow Jesus. And he said, I just sort of do what I want. And so I think that was a good movement of God. And so we just give him the glory and obedience to our people. Yeah, and there was um, evidently nowhere to sit this Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> 565. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Wow. That is crazy. Um, I was try- I'm sitting here trying to think. Y'all refresh my memory. What did we, I w- what did we sing Sunday? I don't remember what songs we sang. Um, Y'all remember I remember the last one was King of Kings. King Kings. My jam. Alan, okay, Alan, okay, Alan, Alan did that. All That's my right. hope. River yeah, of Life, All yeah. My Hope. Battle yeah. Belongs and River of Life. Yeah. Yeah. Belongs. yeah, funny story about All My Hope. Um, our dear brother, or I, had, I won't say names or anything, but someone had specifically requested that song because they knew that their child was going to be there that service, yeah. and that was one of their favorite songs. Yeah. And they had had a tough time in life and struggled with the Lord. Gotcha. But, uh, Interesting. So that was kind of why we threw that one in there. I want to throw that in there for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, great services Sunday and, and packed and crazy, and it yeah. was good. All right, well, that was our Sunday recap. Anybody else have anything they want to add? I do have one thing. Go I thought it was it. cool. You said there – I know you were talking with your deacons that it, there was nothing new that we talked yeah. about. Um, I know the – one of my favorite passages is Romans 8, where he describes, you know, the throne of heaven, talking about how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us and that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And, you know, but it's talking about the role of the Holy Spirit. And that's probably the most familiar passage I know about Jesus being at the right hand of God outside of Revelation. But the fact that when Stephen was giving up his yeah, life just you. for the sake of the gospel was the one time ever recorded in Scripture where Jesus was like standing at the right hand of the Father. I just got the vision of like, you know, football coach screaming on the sideline like go 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 you know like that's 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 what got the lord on his feet you know like that's crazy i've i've never noticed that i've taught that uh sermon and and teen church and children's church a billion times about stephen (laughs) and but like i've literally never caught that so that's incredible when we share the gospel when we fully surrender to him that's what gets the lord on his feet that's what you you think it's all about that god is sitting there and looks over jesus goes hey Watch this. <laughs> and the Jesus is like, huh. <laughs> Depends on which person. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just to end the sermon with Jesus is worth it. And and again, I love the medic. Uh, I love the um, you know just the point of you know why what we've we've guilted people into going, or we just we don't tell y'all to go because y'all get ticked off, and church people don't like to hear these kind of sermons, and so that's why pastors don't lead. But I love the fact that what we do here is you know. Uh, if you want Jesus to cheer for you, if you want him to be proud of you, then this is why you go and become a part of his movement. And if that can't motivate you, I'm out. So. Do you think sometimes, and this this is just a thought off yes. based on what you just said right there, and this may be stupid. I may have to edit this out. But do you think sometimes pastors in the local church don't really push the go part of it? Because probably the people who are going to go are going to be some of their better church members. You know, does that make oh, sense? Yeah, yeah. And I so, think that's like, a piece of it, yes. You think that subconsciously they may be like, you know what, I want you to reach people like just right over here, but mm-hmm. I don't want you to go, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, no, no, yeah, that is certainly a, that, that's one part of the domino effect of, of not preaching what we should be doing. But, yeah, there's, I think there's other factors. I think that people don't like hearing it because they like being in their holy huddle and safe. So just shut up and leave us alone and tell us how to five steps, how to have a better family. Sure. I want, I want I want our people to go and reach the world for yeah. Christ, but I don't want them to actually leave the church. Oh, that's, that's, you know. that's selfish, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about. I don't know. Anything else? Any other recaps? No? All right. Good. Great. Great. Let's get into our best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the Oops. worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right. Best of the week. I want to start over there, Miss Vacation. <laughs> yes, mine was um, I got to go to the beach last week, me and just Colton and the two kids. So we were excited. We just relaxed. And then, of course, Mississippi State football's back. We had three home games in a row. So, well, we have two. We have one this week. So that's one of our favorite Who spots. They got? they got LSU this LSU week. LSU at Ooh, 11. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won. 11 a.m., which I used to hate 11 a.m. games. Yeah, no. But now with kids, I'm like, yes, yeah. 11 a.m. games. You get yeah. home by 4 o'clock. Thank yeah. God. It's in, it's in Startville, right? Yeah. I'm like praying last for an earthquake week, to make the whole stadium implode. Yeah, last week was a 6.30 game. We I didn't go to bed till 2 a.m. So. so I haven't heard the story yet, and we may not be able to do it oh, over yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So is your worst also the Mississippi State game? Um, well, me and my father-in-law <laughs> kind of had a little, um, a little run-in with a fella. Okay, so this, I guess, can be my worst. I had to go off on an old guy. Was he um, from Arizona or is he a state fan? He was a state fan. Okay. It was Shocker. right. It was right <laughs> when, okay, if you've ever been to a state game, it's very, it's the loudest thing, like the loudest place you've ever been in ling, your ling, life. Ling, 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 ling. Literally the loudest. It's fake loud, but it's <laughs> yes, loud. It's absolutely. so loud. Yeah, so there was a guy, it's right when Mississippi State, was blowing the lead. They were tying the game. They Arizona had just tied the game up. So all of these people were very, you know, intense. Nobody's ringing their cowbells. It gets quiet, if you can say quiet. You know, everybody's in an intense moment. So my son takes his cowbell, and he's hitting the bleachers like thud, thud, thud. So, I mean, it's loud, and Colton's already told him to stop three times. He does it a fourth time, and this old man sitting behind us goes, all right, now that is enough to Lincoln. Ooh. So Mama Taylor and Grandpa <laughs> Terry had some words with the guy. So, yeah. 
Well, okay, here's my and, beef with that guy. Well, I told you are him. in a stadium full of cowboys. Right. <laughs> Shut my up. Word. That's what I said. You're sitting shoulder to shoulder with yeah. tens of thousands of people with on bills. bleachers. You're going to get your toes stepped on. Someone's going to have their knee in your back. Someone's going to ring a bell in your yeah. ear. Like, we were going to drop popcorn on yeah, the back like, of your head. Like, we're just, at a football game, dude. They were just yeah. mad because the game was getting a little intense, is what it boils down to. So. Mind your business. So yeah. he took it out on a five year old. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, All right. There we go. He's banging his cowbell like you're supposed to do. <laughs> right. Now, maybe not on the bleachers, but That's literally their MO. Yeah, I mean, that's what right. you yeah. Why are we singling out one cowbell? Yeah. That's what I told him, too. I was like, he's not being any louder than all of these tens of thousands of cowbells going yeah. off. I said, get you some earplugs. So. Yeah. <laughs> can't can't in, a, you. in a nice way. Not really. But. You should just tell him, uh, uh, pull out your hearing aids. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who else is going to go on their best of the week? All right, I'll go. (laughs) I'm really enjoying making football videos again. It's fun, and I love being around the game, and the coaches over there are a hoot. It's much, much different than any other coaching staff I've ever been around, and uh, since I've been around... Marvel is undefeated, so. There you <laughs> go. Coincidence. Who, who are they playing this week? Uh, Tishomingo County. Homecoming. At, at home. Homecoming. At home, yeah. Yeah. There's a parade tomorrow and a pep, I guess a pepper after or something like that. Yeah. Which they are apparently the best team that they faced yet, so. His well, they, they said that last week, too, so. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So that was my best. My worst uh, is Alabama football. Amen. I don't root for you very often, Alabama, but when I do, you always seem they to lose. lose. To Texas, yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that. So I was gonna, I was gonna text you like you're in a total uh, conundrum. Is that a good word? I mean, I'm absolutely rooting for Alabama. I got no oh, problem yeah. rooting for Alabama. And this year, their starting middle linebacker was one of my Georgia boys, so yeah. I have a, I have a vested interest in that team. I will never so, cheer for Alabama. Uh, I, I was horns up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Shame on y'all. Shame. <laughs> to- totally. Well, totally next next, hot place next year when they're in the SEC. CC though might be different, but this weekend I was uh, yeah I was never, for Texas too yeah never that's Texas that's, toast yeah that was my best and worst all right somebody else go y'all this is a riveting podcast so far. <laughs> we got to uh, get away to the beach I actually don't know where Taylor was but we didn't see them at the beach me and Ashlyn just went for two nights just mom and dad so that was we left the kids at home with Lolly she flew in kept the grandkids for us and so it was. It was nice to be able to. We caught up on Marvel movies because we're so extremely far behind. We stayed in. We didn't go out once except to go on the beach. So it was super low key. Probably would have bored some people. We oh, those are the best. We loved it because we didn't have kids. We didn't have to do all the things. We just sat our butts in the sand and ate. Ashlyn literally just cooked in the condo and we watched Marvel movies and it was amazing. I literally, I've, I've decided I don't want kids. Uh, (laughs) Too late. Yeah, right. Well, uh, the worst of the week. um, I don't know. Okay, my worst of the week is the fact that I've had you know something for the last two months and I think I'm actually going to have to go to the doctor to get it like looked at i've had covid pneumonia whatever for <laughs> three years it seems like so um i guess that's my worst is i got a bad wart somewhere that's infecting everything <laughs> i do have a mole that changed colors once. <laughs> so mine, i don't know maybe that's it mine was a combination uh do uh because our most loyal listener blend but um my worst and best is all in one package my <laughs> in-laws were all in town and so blend sisters and uh, so be careful <laughs> it was great they listen 
is no, they, it, we had a good time. It was good, and so yeah, I got to grill, and uh, we ate we ate well. So yeah, it was it was fun. It was interesting. So yeah, all good. Dang it, that just reminded me. I uh, have some frozen chicken thighs in the freezer that I keep here mm-hmm. that I was going to cook for lunch. I forgot to pull them out this morning. Oh. Thaw out. Dang That's, it. I you could. can nuke them for a minute in the microwave. I grilled can shit. Can you? Yeah, you, you can defrost in the microwave. Like thaw. What about that microwave? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I marinated chicken this weekend with uh, Italian dressing. It was good. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> Holly, what's your best and worst? I don't know. I've had, a, I mean, a busy week, but like nothing ter- terrible. I'm, I'm excited for the Marvel uh, homecoming parade tomorrow. You went to your first Tupelo football game. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, we went to the first Tupelo football game. I've still never been to a Tupelo football game. <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun because um, I feel like Will's in a whole other world that I don't get to be a part in. And so he had so many different students. Mr. Dunn, Mr. Dunn, like coming up to him. <laughs> and um, I just thought it was funny. And I was like, I got to meet some of his students. That was fun. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, all right. I guess that'll wrap up our best and the worst of the week. Terry's got to go, so we're going to wrap it up quickly here. Let's get into our favorite dumb questions. Um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. All right, y'all. Dang, I wish he was here for this question. <laughs> Who is the smartest generation in your family? Is it your grandparents, your parents, you, or your kids? Grandparents. Wait, is this a dumb question? Yeah, it, this is a pretty dumb question. And my family? Yeah. It would be E, none of the above. <laughs> Just the honest answer. E, none of the above. Grandparents. Somebody else's grandparents. <laughs> my grandparents can do anything, like carpentry work, electrical work. Like, they can do, fix anything. Like, they just know everything about anything and everything. The, the greatest generation. Yeah, like, they have iPhones. They learned how to use them. They, but they can fix, like, a car. They can, they can do anything. They can do it all. Or mine can. They're yeah. the best. Holly's deep in thought over I'm there. I'm thinking. I was like, I think I agree with uh, Taylor. They're much wiser in things. Now, my grandparents have a hard time with technology, but, I mean, I wouldn't say that they're dumb because of that. You know, they didn't grow up with it, so. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say my grandparents are my kids. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. kids are pretty smart. Yeah. their age, I think. But then at, at the same time, they're also kind of dumb, so. One of right. my <laughs> one of my kids is smart. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. I don't know. All right. If you were born 10 years ago, how old would you be today? Wait, what? <laughs> Say it again. If you were born 10 years ago, how old would you be today? 10 years. 10. 10. 10. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. I was like, I was hold on. I know there's a, like 22. There's a trick here. And I can't. I'm how old am I? Minus 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know how old I am, so I don't even know. <laughs> what secret conspiracy do you think might be true? We oh, ne- I have one for Ashlyn. We She's never listening. landed on the moon. That one? Ashlyn genuinely believes we never landed on the moon. My grandfather also thinks that, and I think it's pretty smart. So I think, Do I you think, think we landed on the moon? Yeah, I think so. I think we did too, yeah. I think Michael Jackson's still alive. I'm, I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'm in on that. I'm in. I believe Elvis. I think Michael Jackson's still alive. Yeah. I, I can, I can I need get a whole. I need a whole other podcast episode for my Britney Spears um, con- conspiracy oh, theories. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'll bring up 9-11 just because it happened, you know, this week. But, like, that Pentagon plane yeah. that there's yeah. always in question. Like, 
There yeah. has to be a plane, but at the same time, there's no evidence of a plane. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. Like, there was a flight, I think it was 77 or 70 That's something. the one that landed in the field, right? 77? Uh, I can't no, remember. No, that was a United flight. Yeah. yeah United. I don't know. I, I can't don't remember. Know. I there can't was a, remember. Whatever all. flight that was supposedly a It hit crashed. the ground and then hit the Pentagon, supposedly, yeah. But there, yeah, but there's no, yeah, I don't know. Lincoln's all into the 9-11 stuff now. They talked about it at really? school yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Well, they have a lot of YouTube videos for kids, so I found some. So he's all about it. You no, know, I don't even know if my children even know what 9 is. He said they is. talked about it at school, so, yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. Holly, you're so quiet today. I know. I'm Normally like, we can't get you to shut up. Where, you got some Taylor Swift uh, conspiracies yes. or something over there? No, I don't really follow. She's really a man. Which is more of a <laughs> hey, which is which is more of a cult? A and M fans or Swifties? Oh, I guess Swifties. Yeah. I don't know. A and M. Pretty good question. A and M. Some weirdos. Yeah. Uh, Swifties are weirdos too. <laughs> no, no disrespect, Holly. <laughs> All right, not all of them. Not last all. question, and we'll get out of here. Know the globe that you are trying to reach as we be the movement. There are 12 countries and one territory in South America. Brazil shares a border with every one of them except two. Can you name these two? Absolutely not. Chile. That's one. Oh, for real? That's one. No. Uh, mm, uh, Lincoln would know. He loves geography. It's one of the southern ones. Is it Argentina? Well, of course it's a southern one because right? it's in South America. Right. <laughs> is it Argentina? No, it's not Argentina. It. Uh, Don't cry for me. I, no, think you, I think you've been to this country. Ecuador? Ecuador. For real? For real. Oh, I didn't know it didn't border Brazil. <laughs> doesn't border Brazil. Well, there you go. All, All right. right. That's your podcast for today, ladies and germs. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. See you at Tailgate Sunday this Sunday. Bye. Howdy toddy. Shut your mouth. <laughs>